Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Kenny Wallace Show, brought to you by JEGS, the leader in high-performance aftermarket car parts. Remember to go to JEGS.com. <laughs> I was going to say, race car driver Kenny Wallace here. All right, Darlington, right? Um, you know, that was a great race. Uh, you know, I always talk about Jeff Gluck over there on Twitter. He holds, you know, his little pole, which one of the best polls around because it's there for everybody to see, usually around 30,000 people. So 86, 87% of the people said they loved that Darlington race. And, you know, as a joke, the people that don't like the Darlington race were definitely the Kevin Harvick or Denny Hamlin fans. So let's get right at it. All right. This was... Denny Hamlin domination. Denny Hamlin dominates. I mean, uh, leads 177 laps of 367. But we're talking about the lady in black, too tough to tame. Darlington, uh, shaped like an egg. Uh, you go down into turn one and two, real wide, every chance to hit the wall. Denny Hamlin never hits the wall, goes down the back straightaway way faster, and uh, turns three and four are real tight. Now, turns three and four are really tight because the old guy that built, you know, Darlington had a pond there, and he, could, he couldn't make the corner real wide because it would have ran into the pond. Remember, Darlington is like our second oldest racetrack. Martinsville is the oldest racetrack, and I believe Darlington's second. If I'm wrong, I know for a fact you all are going to respond right here. So Darlington, uh, once again, the lady in black, too tough to tame. I, I love it that Darlington's got that. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. That mystery to it. So, um, Denny Hamlin never hit the wall. He has amazing skill. And uh, so, let's get right to his domination. He wins stage one. He wins stage two. But when it comes down, down uh, to the money... Denny Hamlin's team leaves a lug nut loose. We talked about this so many times. People say to me all the time, Herman, who's going to win the championship? I'm like, well, you know, you can name about three to four people that you think are going to win it. Denny Hamlin, Byron, Larson. But it comes down to that pit stop, right? I can tell you all day long who I think is going to win the championship, and I just did. You know, I had Martin Truex in her song. For the championship, I'm going to go Hamlin, Larson, Byron, or or the 19 of, uh, I got brain fade, Martin Truex. <laughs> I about panicked. But it's going to come down to a pit stop, right? Loose lug nut, jack drops, air hose. We see it all the time. So Denny Hamlin is going to win this race and loose lug nut. Now, this is where Kyle Larson takes over, but... You know, it, it's more than just who won the race. It, it's about the sound bite. It's about the interview after the race, okay? 
they interview Kyle Larson. Hey, Kyle, you finally win the Southern 500. You know, one of the crown jewels. Uh, what did you think when you saw Denny Hamlin have issues? I, I, I really like the honesty of Kyle Larson. He goes, I was so happy <laughs> to see Denny Hamlin have issues because nobody was going to do anything with Denny Hamlin. And what I really liked was Kyle Larson really telling us why uh, he enjoyed getting rid of Denny Hamlin. He said, Kyle Larson said, I, I, you know, I'm driving behind, behind Denny Hamlin. I'm going as fast as I can. And he said, I kept waiting for Denny Hamlin to hit the wall. He said, Denny, come that close to it. Denny Hamlin never hit the wall. And, and I got to tell you, same subject, same subject, but a little different manner. Denny Hamlin has incredible um, concentration. Now, I know that with Denny Hamlin having actions detrimental now, his podcast, I know a lot of people don't like Denny now because now, now you hear what Denny has to say. If Denny Hamlin does not have actions detrimental, then a lot of you still love him. He's the bad boy now. But once again, the concentration. Denny can, you all will boo him. I hate Denny Hamlin. And all he does is go on the racetrack and lead and dominate. No, by the way, it's the damn team that let him down, not Denny. Denny Hamlin wins. Hey, same thing. Denny Hamlin wins the Xfinity race on Saturday. And Denny puts these pictures up on Twitter of everybody booing him, flipping him off. <laughs> and Denny just goes, boo. So, uh, you know, I don't really think Denny cares what you all think of him. You know, you can scroll. I, I think everybody's getting really good at using social media now. When people talk crap on social media, it's just kind of like, wah, wah, wah. it's old news. Back, back in the early days of social media, you could really get underneath people's skin. Now nobody cares because it's like everybody does it. So I think that's why Denny Hamlin was able to concentrate. Like Kyle Larson said, never hit the wall. He listens to you fans bad-mouthing. It don't matter. And isn't it crazy that in the end, it was the pit crew that left the lug nut loose. So... Kyle Larson wins this race, Young Money. Uh, his nickname is Young Money because he's he was very young, winning, making lots of money. They nicknamed him that. And um, so he's looking good. Now let, let's let's look at the phone here because we all do the same thing. Uh, Kyle Larson wins the race, Tyler Reddick second. Busher finishes third. This guy is unbelievable. Uh He's not a superstar because all he does is win. Love, I love Chris Buescher, but he's boring, right? He's boring. Uh, William Byron, fourth. Man, he's looking good. That, that guy, he's definitely a chance at the championship when it comes to Phoenix. Chastain is fifth. Keselowski is sixth again. Like we said, a couple Kenny Walsh show ago. Keselowski has shown up. I know, I know a lot of you love to pick on him, but Bubba Wallace... Seventh, Bubba Wallace, seventh. He's showing up. I think he can go deep into these playoffs. Chase Elliott, eighth. Ryan Blaney, ninth. How about Eric Jones in that uh, legacy team that is, is now really uh, organized and 
We got Jimmy Johnson doing a lot of work over there. The King, Richard Petty's still there, but, uh, you know, Jimmy Johnson's really showed up. So that's your top 10. Uh, number one star, Carson Hosovar. We'll talk about him. Carson Hosovar finishes 17th. Crowds on their feet. Like, wow, guys only won. Guys only ran. Carson Hosovar's only ran two NASCAR Cup races. And he's already a superstar. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to answer your question right away. Herman, he not run but 17th. That ain't nothing. But let me tell you something. They start 39 cars every week. 17, 17. What is that? 38? Something like that. It's halfway is what I'm, my point. 30, okay. Seven, 17th in the Cup Series. And nowadays, maybe not you because you sitting on your couch. But inside the garage area. That's big time. 17th for a man that's a rookie and only run two races. Carson Hosovar, hero right now, because uh, it's hard to run 17th. So uh, he's number one star for the Herminator. All right. Number two on my list. Herminator got the notes, got the receipts. Uh, drama on pit road with uh, the legend, Kevin Harvick. Listen. I, I agree with y'all, but let's break it down. Here, here's the deal. I'm going to tell you the whole situation. The disclaimer, right? Harvick says, I'm going to pit. He comes down pit road and the, the red light's on. But he's right at pit road. He's right at the line. It's called the commitment line. If you are at or past the commitment line and the red light's on and you pit, that means when you come out, you got to go back to the tail end of the longest line. I mean to tell you, Rodney Childers, Kevin Harvick's crew chief, spent all of Labor Day on Monday answering the fans. Why didn't you do this? Now, if he would have kept on going, you know, he would have not had to go to the longest line because that's kind of serving your penalty, kind of like a drive through but anyway, uh, listen, this is this is the old Bill Elliott deal. Kevin Harvick, Rodney Childers, it's not a mistake. It's, just, it, it's Bill Elliott says it. Timing and circumstances. It happens all the time at Watkins Glen. Guy comes around a corner, he gets right to pit road, and the red light flashes on. N NASCAR knows it's a dumb rule. You know, they, they should say, well, if you're inside and you're committed, it's all good. But uh, you can't turn left. You can't turn right. Uh, feel bad for Harv because, you know, it looks like he's going to have him a good top five. But but the, it, it's so tough to overcome going to the back. Everybody's so fast nowadays. The old, the old days of going to the back and the slicing and dicing to the front, buddy, it's hard to do. And, it, and if you do it nowadays, you're somebody. And you got a hot rod. But all these cars are so close. So, I gave you my opinion on the Harvick deal. I just told you. It's timing and circumstances. It, it's, it, you know, it's an old child's rhyme. It's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, nothing Rodney Childers could have done. Like I said, go on, go on Rodney Childers' timeline on Twitter. The man gave up his whole Labor Day. Rodney Childers, it's at least three to four hours answering everybody. And in the end, everybody's like, we love Rodney Childers because he gave up his Labor Day. He was transparent, that, that new dumb word. Transparent. Hey, 
You're transparent. Let us see what you do in your bedroom. Where's the camera? Shut up. You can only be so transparent, you know. Transparent's when, you know, something you pay for, you know. I paid to get in this race. Rodney ought to answer all my questions. <laughs> Herm Raider gets on a roll every once in a while. Can't you see I'm kicking my ass? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm beating my ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I like to, I like to dig a little bit. But anyway, Rodney did not owe you all that. And I love Harvick too. But once again, that's time and circumstances. It's the way it goes. Once again, go back to Darlington. Happens all, or not Darlington, but Watkins Glen, Sears Point. You know, uh, so anyway, that's that. All right, number three, Alex Bowman and Daniel Suarez. That was dumb, stupid. So come to find out, Alex Bowman and Daniel Suarez, they got a pissing match been going on all year long, except none of us knew about it. So uh, Daniel Suarez is going to pass Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman said, oh, my car was tight the first five laps. And I didn't want, I didn't want Daniel Suarez passing me because about lap six, I was going to leave him. So Alex Bowman says, I went to block him. Come on, man. You got a problem? And I guess, I guess Alex does got a problem. He goes to block him, except Daniel's, Daniel's not having any of it. I mean, and it was an ugly, ugly block. So he goes right. You know, to block Daniel, then he, then he goes left. So he tries to block him two times. And I'm going to tell you, you know, I get, there, there's like one person out of a thousand that goes, Herman, tell senior days are over. Quit using these cliches. Hey, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm going to keep using the Dale senior cliche because the man was great and everything he says still holds true to this day. Here's what Arnard said. Don't block me. Race me. Don't block me. Nowadays, it's this new child's thing where you block people. I don't, I don't want you to pass him. I'm going to block you. Well, you blocked the wrong person, and you see what happened. Suarez says, all right. Well, it ruins both their days because, you know, and then, of course, they both MF each other after the race. Daniel Suarez says, if I see Alex Bowman right now, I'm going to knock him out or, you know, whatever he's going to do. But anyway, listen. That was Alex's fault. He, I'm like, first of all, don't block, but don't don't block to the right and then block to the left. I mean, think about how brave you got to be to block. You're planning on that guy giving you a break. And Alex says that him and Daniel already have a pissing match going on. So you're blocking a guy that you know doesn't like you. All he's got to do is hook you right. And, you know, but Alex trying to win a race because he's out of the playoffs. Alex Bowman, remember, he flipped that sprint car and he was out of the Cup Series for a while. So Alex is all in for the win only, not worried about points. Uh, boy, how that has changed, huh? Because of, you know, owning a franchise now, you're locked in. In other words, you know, back in the day, you're still racing for points because you're worried about provisionals. And now you don't even need a provisional. You got a franchise and it means you're in every race. Qualifying is merely just something to line you up. All right, let's go to the four, which is Carson, Hars uh, Carson Hosovar. We've already talked about him. Um, this kid's a superstar in the making. Uh, everybody in the garage area really likes him. He finished the 17th. Uh, like I said, top 20 is everything. 
And uh, man, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna stop because that's 17 minutes. And I know you all, if you wait 30 seconds in the McDonald drive-thru, you're already twitching. <laughs> all right, everybody, that's the Darlington Breakdown. I did give you my opinion on everything. I did. So, uh, hey, Herman, what do you think of? Well, I told you. All right. So I'll respond right here. Let's go at it. Uh, I look at everything. I'll put a little heart. I'll thank you. I see you. Uh, respond right here. Love you all. Herminator likes to juke and jive a little bit. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what, that Kenny conversation over there is kicking butt. It's doing good. So, uh, Brother Mike Wallace coming out. Uh, did Rusty. Doing Brother Mike. And uh, Mike is a cautionary tale of doing good and being roughed up in life. So you want to watch Kenny conversation with Brother Mike Wallace and what Mike told Tony Stewart and changed Tony Stewart's life. So, all right, please like and subscribe. We're getting closer, man. Painstakingly closer. Uh, once again, Danica Patrick in the, in, the, in the pipeline, maybe a couple more weeks. She said maybe end of September, early October. And uh, please like and subscribe. Remember, we're in podcast form over there on Spotify and iTunes. And like Charlie says, we shown up. The numbers are getting bigger on the podcast. Watch it on the way home and on your way to work. Until the next Kenny Wallace show.